children are? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Chief O'Hara. Yes. Dash to the roof. Flash the bat signal. Yes, sir. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. Memphis and Des Moines. It's the Talking Paragraph Podcast. Welcome to the debris field between Memphis and Des Moines. This is the Talking Paragraphs Podcast. I am your host, the old paragraph packer, Daniel Finney. And with us on the line is the King's henchman, the world's most dangerous accountant, Memphis Paul. Hey. They used to do a thing, the, the rumble in the jungle. Yeah. I don't know if that was the Ali uh, Foreman fight in Zaire or not, but I feel like we could be the rubble in the jungle. <laughs> the, the debris field. Yeah, the, the chunks of our Titan sub yeah. sunken at the bottom of the Atlantic. Uh so, we have a lot to get to here in the, this post-holiday podcast, and I'd like to start okay. in the most auspicious, we, we at, here, here at Talking Paragraph, mm-hmm. we pride ourselves on being on top of a number of key issues yeah. that matter to our listening audience. Animal stories, chicken chicken wars, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, elk with tires on their necks, yeah, um, and bear attack. Well, and you had pinned last week that something about bear attacks, but then you had forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's possible, except you've become a lush, and. I thought, okay, I'm going to look this up. And it wasn't just one bear attack. There were multiple bear attacks in the last week or so. So, Set the stake up then. Uh, in, in British I've been, Columbia. I've been at Madonna's house and I've been at the White House this week, so I could be a little groggy. <laughs> in uh, British Columbia. Okay. I actually dated a girl from British Columbia. Which is the best, uh, it's the best Columbia, by the way. Sure. Well, I don't know. Are, are you sure? Are you sure? There's the, there's the District of Columbia, that shit. We know that. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to shit on Columbia. Okay. In case that someone track you down. Fair enough. I don't know that it could be the two Escobars. Yeah. Uh, so this bear in British Columbia attacked a 21-year-old tree planter. Okay. Uh, who a, fem- a female. Mm-hmm. 
uh, at least identified as a female. And, uh, and that sh- she's apparently recovering after this attack. Uh, but then in Maine, yeah. uh, bears attacked a dog. Yeah. Uh, and no, excuse me, bears attacked dogs. The dog offended in, the, the people. The dog had some scars. If it's the same uh, dog. Is it? Well, it was in Maine and Connecticut. The owners were injured, so the dog did a crap job. Uh, so, why did I? Do we still know why I? There's, uh, wait, well, but wait, though? there's. Who cares? Oh. Uh, but wait, there's more. A huge bear killed an Arizona man, and the how this occur or why this occurred uh, is baffling local authorities mm-hmm. in Prescott, Arizona. They brought a psychologist to do some kind of like, uh, yeah, not that it was, was it getting, getting a divorce, divorce or, uh, well, it's Arizona, so it's kind of wild territory under there. Well, what was, what was that, that, that movie where the guy goes to the fast food place and they get his order wrong and he just goes on a rampage? Was it like that for the bear? Like Michael Douglas in a, a business attire. Here are my theories okay. on each of these cases. Why? Right. Uh, case one, the the lady is planting a tree, and the yeah. bear attacks her. And I think yeah. the bear is just sick of pissing on trees yeah. to mark his territory. And he's like, "God damn it, lady! I had I... just marked this area, and now you're planting another tree that I've got to <laughs> mark." I'd already, I'd already done the west perimeter, and now you're yeah. coming in. You're coming in with more trees. That, I don't that, need. I don't need this. You know, there's only so much yeah. uh, stream water I can take in in a day. Okay? Yeah. You want me to get a UTI? I've had it. Well, and then the, the other bear that's on the yeah. west bank there. Yeah. It's like, oh, now I got some wiggle room to cross over because there's this yeah. unmarked tree. Yeah, that says that that's a go sign. That's a green light for me. Right, that's going to create problems in the bear community. It's it another will. example of humans messing with nature. It is and upsetting the balance. Yeah. She should have done what every other human does when they're in the forest and start yeah. a fire. Um, <laughs> so, yes. So the situation in Maine and Connecticut. This, mm-hmm. this is, this is sad because the bear attacked a dog. I don't know what kind of dog it was, but uh, the woman whose dog, well, the dog punched the bear. And I, I don't know anything about wildlife survival, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that that punch the bear has never come up before as a survival tactic. Yeah. I, what I was always told about bears and like Boy Scouts, Cub Scouts, whatever, yeah. was you get on the ground, face down, and try to cover up your extremities and hope 
and hope that it doesn't claw at your head. Like a nuclear strike? Yeah, you just, you, you're cover. supposed to get, you, you, no, you're supposed to get on the ground, put your li- pull your limbs in as close as possible, yeah. tuck your arms in under you, and hope he yeah. just doesn't just gore you. That's the best you can hope for in a bear attack. Here, you eat this instead of me. Or, or you do like that yeah. joke from Johnny Carson, the Rochambeau joke, where it's like they kick each other oh, in the nuts sure. for the duck. Yeah. It's like, no, you can have the duck. Uh, yeah. I forget that comedian, but anyway. Buddy Hackett. Yeah. Uh, that's to appeal to our listeners who are 70 or above. Uh, or, so then finally, or, the bear, yeah. the. Uh-huh. In the highly uncommon bear attack in Arizona, mm. in which an Arizona man was having his morning coffee, mm. was fatally attacked uh, by a black bear yeah. uh, who caught him and uh, dragged him down and uh, and killed him. Here's yeah. what I have to say to that. I bet think... the son of a bitch was drinking Sanka. Well, and that offended I, the bear. The bear is the bear is a cold press, uh, cold press, cold <laughs> coffee guy. He saw this motherfucker down there drinking decaf I, out of a tin. No, just, actually, this was a misattribution. This story, oh. um, it, it it was a reenactment of the SNL skit where it's like, oh, I replaced your coffee with the uh, the crystals. <laughs> Crystal you know. Meth. Well, no, there was a commercial that they were making fun of. Yeah. Uh, there were coffee crystals. This, this was oh. a famous skit with the guy down by the river, Chris Farley. Yeah. So they're recreating this commercial, and it's like he's just mortified that his regular coffee was replaced with these coffee crystals, and he just goes nuts on the guy. Look I don't up. remember this at all. Look this up. And you'll enjoy I, it. I felt I felt like my cold press coffee joke was enough to carry it, that bit. But... No, it was. It was good. I just added on. Yeah. So, you know, listeners, find the Rochambeau bit by Buddy Hackett and find the Cisnell bit yeah. by Chris Farley, and it'll all be worth and it. If, all and if you need so far. If you need help spelling Rochambeau. I don't know just, how to spell that. Just go just go to the south. Mm-hmm. And try to understand a Cajun person for twenty minutes. It'll be fine. So that's that's our opening gambit, Paul. It that's was, a good card. That was good. a good card. This was so, your this was your pen. I, I, I had to go back to our tweets. The bear attack was your pen. No, no, this, no, 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 no. This was your pen. So I feel vindicated at not knowing what the hell was happening there. But we I made it work. Been, I didn't send bear attacks. You did. I just had to look them up. Okay. I can. I can. I will post the text messages. Do it in our comments. Uh, yeah. So the Fourth of July. Look forward is to that. Back. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> the end of both of our employable years. Fourth uh, of July. The Fourth of July has just passed. Now mm. it's uh, due to the pandemic and job changes and instability and. Just being sick of each other. Uh, You haven't visited in a few years. But you're aware of my family's big 4th of July buffet, and you are. 
I've come uh, justifiably impressed mm-hmm. by it. So you uh, work for a famous rock and roll musician who's no, yeah. who, who's no longer with us. Yeah. Uh, but one of the one of the downsides of that job is that you you sometimes have to work a holiday. But one of the upsides of that job is that mm-hmm. there's a daily buffet mm-hmm. uh, for for the employees. Yeah. And your so I wanted to just go blow for blow uh, on what you had in your buffet. Well, so and, I've been and, I've been sending photos of the buffet. It's something that's yeah. inter- it's interested most of us. It does interest me. Yeah. And generally, you've been impressed. I've been impressed. Yeah. Uh, you know, you start to get into some uh, repetition. You know, even uh, e- even a fancy uh, buffet, the the menu doesn't vary all the time. But uh, well, there's only so many foods. Uh, yes, uh, but for the fourth. Uh, as a new employee, the buffet still interests me. But as a long-time employee, they're used to the rotation. Yeah. And what constitutes a treat for them is having food brought in from somewhere. So they they brought in Chick-fil-A. So there was a oh. sandwich. There was some chips, which I guess keep better. There was like a little fruit cup, and then there was like a cookie. There may have been brownies later, but I didn't go back for them. And I would say, you know, for free, and and as something brought in as a treat, you know, I, I gave this like a B plus. Sure. And normally that's going to win the battle of the of the lunch times. Yeah, on a daily basis, yes, because I'm just scraping together what's ever in the fridge. So. Yeah. Turkey and cheese and. You know, throw it on a sandwich roll, call it good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the Fourth of July. It is, and so this is my my mom's birthday is on the is July first, mm-hmm. and so they've always they've had ever since they own their house, which is forty seven years. Yeah. They've had the Fourth of July except for one COVID? year, yeah, during the pandemic. Yeah. So. This was the 46th annual uh, July 4th event, uh, and we had, we had our meat options were grilled turkey uh, and uh, pork pork loin, pulled pork loin, uh, with a selection of barbecue sauces. Uh, we had fresh buns, so there's your main course, right? So your sides are, uh, we had uh, scalloped corn, uh, or excuse me, scalloped potatoes. Uh, we had uh, macaroni and cheese, yeah. which which is a personal favorite of yours. It is. Uh so the mac and cheese was there. It's it's like a three or four cheese macaroni. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my mom, you know, put American then she put cheddar. Not and, not quite as good as uh, 
the Godfathers, and there's six cheeses. Six cheeses, right? But, but they're out of business, and my mom's still going. Yeah. So, uh, and then of course her world famous potato salad, which is. I will put that up against any potato salad that anybody tries to put in front of me. So it, is it a is it a mayonnaise or mustard based? Uh, I've forgotten. Uh, she uses she uses both. Oh well, that's she's got mayonnaise, secret. mustard. Uh, she's got uh, some pickles in there. Uh, Hard boiled eggs, potatoes. Yeah. Uh, you know, mixes it all up with a big rubber. Scraper. It's amazing. Okay. Right. It's an amazing amount of work too, yeah. and I've seen it made enough that I know that if if we if I ever had to make it for some for a group of people, I'd probably just say, you know what? Uh, Give it this, no, here's this high V yeah. stuff. It's crap, but you know, I'm not making anything better. Uh, let's see. There were baked beans with bacon, yeah. which were excellent. Yeah, uh, I don't and know. Then I, there were... I, I think I'm just ready to concede at this point. I mean, <laughs> you, I, I think there's like 20 more things, but I guess the thing I would add, yeah, really the kick in the teeth at the end, like you've already lost. But then there's the homemade ice cream. There's always yeah. that, and I think that's like, look, I'm in full retreat here, and you've sicked your uh, calorie <laughs> units on me. Yeah, well, uh, this is a this is a Custer's last stand here. It is, yeah. Uh, the there were multiple desserts. There was a couple of pasta salads, yeah. by the way. Didn't even mention the whole. And there well, was, if I there was Aunt, to, if there I was Aunt to, Julie, there, there was Aunt yeah. Julie's famous uh, nacho yeah. bean dip. Yeah, I feel like this is uh, Ohio State, you know, running up the score and that. Was Michigan. Well, there was a couple. There's a couple years where they, um, before they tweaked the college playoff yeah. thing to to try and tamp down on the the ramp, wow. right? Yeah, there was a lot of blowouts because that helped with the calculation for uh, right. It's like you know, this is not very sporting. Anyway, I. I I, I'm gonna wave the white flag. If I wanted to say one thing, yeah, uh, as an asterisk, uh, since we were working, you know, ostensibly working, although right, I, I, you don't, would... I don't know that I did a stitch of work that day, but we were, we were working. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they let off people from the kitchen, so they were short staffed. So you know, part of helping to. Uh, Lighten the load as you bring food in, you know. So yeah, uh, there was also peach cobbler. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, uh, my uncle brought his uh, rhubarb cake, uh, which is excellent. Uh, and there, then finally. Yeah. Uh, was the homemade ice cream, which you had a choice of yeah. strawberry yeah, and, and uh, pineapple sherbet, yeah. which yeah. I think I I think yeah. I I forgot to uh, take but, a picture of my my plate. Yeah, I'm I'm reminded of uh, 
uh, Alexander the Great salting the earth of the Car- Carpathians. Uh, at this point, but. This is what it felt like when we used to play that World Series baseball game. Yeah, and I just, I just aimed the pitch for uh, whatever Yankee batter's ankles and <laughs> it didn't help the score line. But uh, every now and then I'd hit a home run off of that anyway, you know. Just, uh, yeah. So it was. The other big fair. news from the fourth, yeah. uh, when I would visit, of course, we'd be drunk at that point, or I would. Yeah, not at well, my parents' house. But. No, but in the morning. Yeah. Uh, if not drunk, fuzzy-headed from maybe a couple days before. A previous drunk. Yeah. We'd, th- we'd throw on the ESPN coverage of Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Right, right. And uh, I I don't know that I've watched this. I don't have ESPN, but... Uh, uh, Apparently there was some kind of a rain delay, and it got two me wondering. Two-hour rain delay. It got me wondering uh, if they have an undercard, because it seemed like at one time it was just hot dogs, and I think they've added like you know we're gonna eat some watermelon or eat baked bushes baked beans and they'll sponsor that or uh, squid. I don't know. Yeah, squid. Sure. I don't know what all goes that on will, that day. I, yeah. I enjoyed the Nathan Hot Dogs Eating Contest mm-hmm. for years. And we used to watch it yeah. before we go over to my parents' house. But then I watched, it was during the pandemic. And I was unemployed. And I was watching just TV content. I would and, hope. But I just want to throw in an Iowa fact and inter- interrupt you doing it. So you don't know okay. if I don't know what that feels like. I just feel cool. like that that Emaker guy, Adam Adam Emaker. Yeah. There's a there is a named hamburger at one of the Jethro's. Right? Or all of them. It's at all of them. Oh, yeah. it's all oh, okay. Uh, I feel it's like, more than a hamburger. It's like a monster sandwich with well chicken sticks and ham and it's it's huge. It's like a turducken where there's like five animals that went into this. Yeah. Yeah. One, one died and was roasted and put inside of another, and then it Ch- it was chicken, it, pig, pork. Uh, yeah, anyway, go, go ahead. So it's it's yeah, it's like this constellation, a, a solar system of hamburger. Yeah, but regardless, he is he is the named hamburger. Uh, that if you eat it, um, and. And the cardiologist on hand does pronounce you alive. You you don't have to pay. Other, otherwise, your estate pays or or you pay. Right, and you get a, uh, a hat. You get a T-shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. And you get your photo on the wall saying you, you oh. performed this feat within fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, I feel I feel like uh, that guy should be one of the commentators. I'm an actor. Yeah, because ESPN is short-staffed. Well, Emmenecker is like an accountant or actuary, I think, for principal. Well, could be. Uh, They can spare him one day. Emmenecker does not actually eat that sandwich. It's just named after him because he was one of the many, like, business majors who 
were on the 2008 right. uh, Drake basketball team that made the, the NCAA his, tournament. His contributions to that team were as, were as gargantuan as a sandwich, perhaps. His, he was the he was the best player on the team, and he was a walk on. Yeah. Uh, and then we so it was sort of one of those uh, Paul Bunyan type stories, or yeah. well, I don't know, maybe not. That's not the right metaphor, but uh, anyway. <clears throat> um, so that I was interested in. I, I mm-hmm. like I didn't, you know, I wasn't like oh, I'm I follow competitive eating. Yeah. That, but <laughs> the, you're, it, you're no, you're a casual fan. You just tune in right. once a year on the fourth. There's, there's whole there's whole leagues, and they yeah. it, it, if it can be eaten, there's a competitive eating record. I, I hope I would hope there it's expanded to esports, and the esports yeah. people play that. There was a video game yeah. where you ran around in a in a in a food factory or a restaurant. Uh, I forget the name. It felt kind of like uh, there were several games like that where you well, ran around. Burger time. That maybe that's we, it. Where we were trying to make a hamburger with, but you're we being attacked by angry sausages. Yeah, that's the esport sport version of competitive eating. So <laughs> I would hope it spills over into that. Yeah. So I was interested in this just casually. Mm-hmm. This is the one I, one thing I would watch before it would go to the the event. But what would irritate me about it is, or what put me off it was, mm-hmm. there was a thirty for thirty or some type ESPN oh, no. documentary about Joey Chestnut. Yeah. Um. And Joey Chestnut was was fine for most of the the show mm-hmm. except they showed some of the exercises he does yeah. Yeah. for his mouth so that Yee. he can he can open his chops yeah. and then one of them was like he put this thing that was on tension wires sure and he put it he bit down on it yeah. In his mouth, and he let that pull on his teeth or yeah. something, and it looked—it just looked ridiculous. Little known I, fact: he was a—he yeah. te- was a technical consultant for Alien Three, <laughs> the one—the one where the the kind of the reticulating mouth is like licking the face of uh, uh, who was the star of that? Uh, the, the woman. The, the woman from Ghostbusters. Is, yeah. Um, it's a kind of famous scene. It's like the mouth comes out and uh, he's like disgusted. Oh, I can't I remember her name. Oh, man. It's, I can see her face. Uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. I, I've been friends with you so long I can't remember Thanks, basic dude. shit. Yeah. I can't remember basic shit. Okay, that was too hot Two hot takes. Mm-hmm. Maybe three, I don't know. We're going to take a break. Oh. Uh, and I'm going to put in stupid commercials that Paul will hate. Yeah. And then we'll come back. So, in... Uh,
Uh, we'll be back shortly. Mr. Cow. Yes? How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? I don't know. I always end up biting. Ask Mr. Fox, for he's much cleverer than I. Mr. Fox, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? Why don't you ask Mr. Turtle, for he's been around a lot longer than I. Me? <laughs> I bite. Mr. Turtle. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? I never made it without biting. Ask Mr. Owl, for he is the wisest of us all. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? A good question. Let's find out. One, two, three, three. If there's anything I can't stand, it's a smart owl. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may never know. Time to make the donuts. Dunkin' Donuts are always fresh. I made the donuts. We make them at least twice every day. Time to make the donuts. Not a few kinds, like supermarkets. Made the donuts. Time to make the donuts. But up to 52 varieties. The donuts. <laughs> Make the donuts. I made the donuts. Dunkin' Donuts, up to 52 varieties, fresh day and night. No supermarket can say that. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Well, welcome back to Talking Paragraphs. Paul, what did you do in your break? Um, I, I sipped some of this delicious botanical uh, gin and tonic. Does it uh, does that count as a vegetable serving? <laughs> um, there's uh, there's like uh, rose and uh, cucumber uh, notes within the gin and little slivers of cucumbers. Yeah, but I don't actually eat them. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. It does count towards my uh, alcohol servings for the day. Good. I I just had I finished off my mug of monkey pee. Yeah. That's what my father called Mountain Dew. Yeah. So if I feel nostalgic, I will call it monkey pee. I feel uh, like the Ed McMahon diet has a place to jot down this gin and tonic. <laughs> Probably. Uh so <laughs> We had a couple of good, good solid takes at the beginning here. I think it's now it's time to get into the serious okay. uh, darkness of our culture. All right. Um, we dealt with the bear attacks. Mm-hmm. We we dealt with the fourth, the Fourth of July buffets. But now, now we really we've really got to talk about something serious here. Yeah, and and that is. The fact that Madonna, oh, the, the once the once the queen of pop, are we not doing uh, uh, ESPN? Have we glazed over them? Like I know they're, I know that ESPN is dying, but you've you've exposed our, me. You've exposed even our me. Our coverage Paul. of them is uh, what what dying. the audience didn't know was that this was. Uh, a re-recording, a re, a second take on our uh, 
on the second half. Like we started this segment, but the, there were some technical issues. You couldn't hear me, mm-hmm. and so I said, "We said we mutually decided, okay, fuck it, let's throw out that four minutes right. and restart." But, but not so those we, co- we yeah. But we restart. We restarted. Yeah. And I did. We did the same joke about does that count <laughs> as a vegetable survey? We did. And it was hilarious. You laughed mm-hmm. harder this time because it was an obvious repeat of the joke. Yeah. But I forgot which one of the topics My, like I Ameri- led with last time. Like American so viewers, went, American TV viewers have forgotten about ESPN. And so, right. so, so did I moved, we. I yeah. moved on to Madonna and you're like, aren't we going to do ESPN? And I'm like, fuck, you're right. Yeah. ESPN was what we were going to do. Let's I do just it. forgot. And now we've been exposed. So, yes. The real problem, ESPN, they, we we did this last week. ESPN laid off a bunch of people uh, because ESPN doesn't make money, enough money for the mouse house. Uh, and the only thing people watch on ESPN is, I think, maybe PTI once in a while and live sports. And then they've, they've paid billions upon billions of dollars to broadcast these live sports. But then they have the rest of the time that they're on the air that no one's watching anything. They're not watching sports center. And why would they? Because like, I, you know, I'm a Yankees fan. I look at my phone at the end of a game and I can see the big home run or the, 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 you know, throw into the camera. Well, which we'll talk about (laughs) later. The T that's what's called a tease. That guy in, in podcasting. That guy can't see anymore. Because his his eye his eyes are swollen, but we can I see have that. I have we one joke for that up. later. Yeah. Okay. So, if there's a rumor floating about on many of the websites that talk about this kind of shit, that game day, yeah, maybe maybe uh, may have its head in the guillotine. Yeah. Several. So, Several of the people. Well, go yeah, go ahead. Yeah, my response to this is one can only hope. Yeah, uh, because I find Game Day to be the most pretentious, you know, self-aggrandizing piece of shit. Yeah, that that ESPN churns out, and most of their stuff is self-aggrandizing pieces of shit. Because yeah. here's what Game Day expire inspires. Game Day inspires fans. Mm-hmm. To show up with their little fucking signs, yeah. like like Carson King, hold, hold, ben money, ben money. money for for Bush Light, mm-hmm. and then he gets some money, and then he gets a lot of money, and then he ends up like uh, giving, becoming like a figurehead for a charity, or mm-hmm. like he's an Iowa State fan, but he ends up given to the cancer kids at oh. the University of Iowa hospitals. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what's happened to him since then. But uh, this is not why I'm watching these games. Yeah. Uh, I could do without – I didn't mind the old days when Corso would put the hat on. Yeah. But I think Corso is he's, sick. He's getting older, you know. Yeah. He doesn't have his fastball much like that guy that being the – cameraman it sure <laughs> or any of the yankees really in, in yankee in, in yankees terms we call that he knob the cameraman 
Is that was that your joke? Have you used yeah. your one joke? No, I've got another. Oh, okay. That one was that was when I came up on the okay. spot. Okay. Uh but yeah, so of the layoffs, some of them were people that had worked on game day. Yeah. You know, I think game day coverage is like the Super Bowl coverage where you know, it used to be an hour and now it's like four hours. Sure. Uh, and it's like, oh, let's do a segment about the food that you eat when you're there in town. You know, like you're some uh, executive for Gannett. You know, no one cares. It's also stunning to me because a lot of that food tends to be sausages and hamburgers. <laughs> Who would have known you... that college kids would uh, just like some kind of fancy fast food? You know, do you know where you can get sausages and hamburgers in America? Fucking everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. There's yeah. no town in America where you can't get sausage. There's no like vegan enclave in America where there are no Well, sausages. this this segment lifts the lid. You get to personally meet the, the small business owners that sell these particular hamburgers and hot dogs. Like this is only good when they go to LSU and oh. they show you like the bugs that they eat, you know, the crab, the Cajun <laughs> Cajun crab legs and the whatever bugs. other gross shit those guys yeah. eat. Yeah. You know, they're like, they're like, hey, we're at a Hooters in Des Moines. Here's yeah. a plate of oysters. Yeah. Like, what, what the fuck is this? Why would anybody that's... have oysters at a Hooters in Des Moines? Well, that's... We don't know. It's a mystery left to time. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess the one thing I was going to say about the actual show. Yeah. It, you do feel like it's jumped the shark when it's like, oh, we're in Iowa City, you know, and it's the first time since, uh, you know, twenty think, in twenty years, you know, and it's like, really, that we're keeping track of this, we're rotating this, like we've well, done this they, to death. They and have that. Uh, they they do that too. The, like you know, on Monday Night Football, it'll be like, oh, uh, the Bears are six and forty-eight yeah. or whatever on Monday Night Football, and you're yeah. like. But that's just really? a fucking pointless record. It's just, in yeah. fact, they have, now they have game day records. Like it's like, oh well, you know, Alabama is ninety and one hundred and seven on okay. uh, uh, on game day, and you're like, this is a fucking meaningless thing yeah. that you had created. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. But... Well, what's wait, wait a second. Well, what's the record when Corso picks their hat versus the other team's hat? Because that's uh, that, that's really a big difference. Yeah, that they probably have stats for that too. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I think now they have like a celebrity guest to put a hat on. They do. Corso, they do. Which is worse. Yeah. That's that. See, that's kind of shit. They should know that they're in trouble because they tried that when they had. When they had yeah. Well, when they had uh, when they had Monday Night Football and they were dragging in uh, yeah. like Dennis Miller and. Yeah. Uh, other, Russell and Ball. That was a, yeah, that was a long fucking, time. Yeah, other fucking people. Yeah. You know, then then they were like, "Oh, we our own people aren't good enough. We're gonna have to have weirdos in here." Well, and so, it's like, here's uh, yeah, the guy Christian Leitner. He's here to promote his latest movie, and Christian. they're like, like Odd Christian Leitner. Holy shit! I thought you died. You know, it's like, well, no, no, I'm still that, making movies. I would watch the Christian Leitner show. Because it's like Odd Man Out at the uh, 88 Olympics. Uh, I think it was actually Christian Slater, not Christian Leitner. Uh, but regardless, uh, I, I think I would have oh, preferred yeah, Christian Leitner. Slater. Um, 
Yeah, what was it like watching all those really good basketball players play? Yeah. When you when you were never you were to go on to do nothing in, yeah. the, in the NBA. What was it like losing by thirty points to UNLV? Don't don't you think it should have been Shaq? <laughs> like, let's be honest, Christian. Yeah. Don't you think it should have been Shaq? Uh, but uh, or at least don't you think you should have been uh, uh, what's his name I like I, I like a lot of things about our podcast Dan yeah but, but th- this this is this is kind of sums it up how a, a segment you know on the production card yeah that our marketing guy brings in sure that uh, the death of the uh, game day, but it turned yeah. into crapping on Christian Leitner, which he's yeah. he was never actually on Monday Night Football, which is which isn't even game day. That's a pivot in and of itself, right? Uh, we should be shitting on Christian uh, Slater, really. And I was by, trying to... by rights, but uh, we're not. So, well, I was the only thing I can say about Christian Slater is yeah. he's still alive. When's the last time he did a movie? I don't know. So, Pump up the volume was like 1991. I don't know what's left. Uh, there was a uh, there was a movie was, White White Men Can't Jump. It had Christian Slater and Christian Leitner in it, and uh, <laughs> it was it was the third one of the series. I I, I always wanted. Uh, here's the problem. I'm having trouble. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I've got it now, so I can make the joke. So, <laughs> like, if Christian Leitner was yeah. on Monday Night Football, being interviewed by yeah. You know, Tony Kornheiser sure. and Dennis Miller. Sure. The question I would ask him is, don't you think <laughs> Isaiah Thomas should have had your spot? Yeah. No, because Jordan. Yeah, Jordan hated the motherfucker, so he wasn't going to be on there. Yeah. I'll take this white guy from Duke. Yeah. I'll Which take one? this guy that we're never going to play. Yeah. We'll put him on there. We, we don't need someone. Need, we don't we need, need someone. Him. We need someone to carry the luggage, and every everyone else is too big of a star to carry right. their own luggage. So, not even Clyde Drexler is going to carry his own luggage. That's right. We're off into the woods. I don't even. Know. We better be careful. It might be a bear attack. Yeah. Uh, so, since we're on the field of sports, oh, a couple days okay. ago, uh, in the Orioles Yankees game at yeah. Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Some Orioles infielder yeah. trying to turn two, and he, <laughs> he turned chucked two. it over the third baseman's head <laughs> and beamed the yes cameraman, the Yankees yeah. sports cameraman. Uh, and apparently it was a pretty flush hit. Like, he, so I've, I've got a joke now, but I'll wait for yours right. in case it's the same so, one. So my comment here is... Uh-huh. While this injury could be very serious and in a health, yeah. long-term health constraint, at least the guy is spared having to watch Yankee <laughs> games for a few days. Like, like he doesn't have to watch this shit baseball. Well, you know, and maybe, uh, maybe he comes back and his hearing's impaired. He's not having yeah. to hear the, the crack of the home runs as they sell over his head. I, I was going to say, yeah. He's not going to have to hear Aaron uh, Boone's, Boone's fucking New Age savages in the box bullshit, you know, and just <laughs> shut the fuck up, Aaron. 
Are you fired yet? <laughs> All right. Well, here's my joke. Right. And, it's, and we didn't repeat ourselves. That's good. That's, That's more, good. more jokes for the viewers. Yeah. That the Baltimore Oriole infielder was trying to turn to. Yeah. But it turns out now he's facing two counts of uh, manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's interesting because the guy who threw the ball was on the Orioles, yeah. and the guy who got hit by the ball was seeing birds around us, just floating around us, <laughs> like a Warner cartoon. Brothers. Uh, yeah, a little cartoon, cartoon bird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was three stuff. solid jokes three. that we got out of yeah. someone else's horrible pain, pain and misery. Yeah, it's good. I don't like that. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. Speaking uh, of pain and misery, go on to Madonna now. Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah. So Madonna was revived with Narcan, according to mm-hmm. multiple reports. Yeah. Uh, last, she got sick. Yeah. Uh, the story is that she had uh, sepsis. A viral uh, infection. Yeah. yeah. So they needed this Narcan for. Narcan is commonly associated with drug overdose. Oh, yeah. Um, but not in this case. She, her adopted kids are from Africa, and uh, so they right. had a viral. It was like a house, an episode of House. Not here, at all drugs. She hadn't been to the White House. You know. Well, we'll get to that. The drug culture. Here's the thing about Madonna. Uh, Madonna was prime spank bank depository mm-hmm. during our youth, during that period of our youth. Uh, I don't know that I ever loved Madonna music, mm-hmm. but I loved her music video. Okay. Uh, I found her to be incredibly hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that fades, fades for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we were talking about this the other day when somebody said something dumb like, uh, I don't know, some actress was unrecognizable. Oh, in, Karen in Fisher. Of, uh, unrec- oh, unrecognizable Karen, in the, uh, or Karen Allen. Karen Allen, yeah. As uh, Marion in the uh, New Indiana, Dial of Destiny film. Indiana Jones, right. Yeah. In the Dial of Destiny. But which, I looked her up and I was which, at the movie. Which, by the way, uh, screw that journalist because she's yeah. still pretty hot. Yeah. And no one knows your name, uh, Daily Mail like, Twit. She's like almost 70. She's 60 yeah. some years old. Yeah. She, uh, is, she, she has more weight, but like that happens to almost everybody. And uh, she still has a wonderful face and she's, yeah. uh, she still has that natural sort yeah. of kindness to yeah. her. Yeah, she's not thirty anymore. She's yeah, she's seventy, and she is seventy. So uh, she's you know, not un, she's not unrecognizable, right? Uh, but so yeah. and now, if you said that about Madonna, who's sixty yeah. something, two sixty three, yeah, I, I think that's true because yeah. there's been some sort of alteration to the face with Botox or whatever, yeah. And if you put photos of her from just a few years ago up against the photos of her currently, mm-hmm. you're like, that is not the same person. I yeah. Would, and, and Well, hopefully that Daily Mail journalist could do a cut and paste of yeah. uh, Madonna for Karen Allen uh, because yeah. of that sounds like the level of research that they do in their reporting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, I I feel bad in this sense. I do think women, especially women in Hollywood, feel pressure to maintain a certain amount sure. of of looks mm-hmm. far longer than is humanly possible. We're talking about uh, Madonna now, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Madonna, uh, Madonna was aging gracefully. I thought she was uh, using those crystals. <laughs> Crystal man. Uh, uh, I thought maybe I have the story wrong. Yeah. Uh, Kabbalah uh, uh, materials. Myst- maybe it's mystic mysticism as opposed to uh, crystals. Oh yeah, I don't know. Uh, but Madonna, being Madonna, has said to everyone, "Hey, uh, if you don't like the way I look, screw you." Which, you know what? Good for her. Uh, I guess. Except you look weird to me now. Um, Which, that's my problem. Uh, I can just go back and watch the Cherish video and and be thrilled. Now, I'm going to... This is not something we typically do during the podcast. But I'm, I'm going to send you an image. Okay. So that you can see. Wait a minute. This will require me to get my glasses, so there could be many points of failure in this uh, <laughs> tangential move we're making. I feel yeah. this. This is how the the nickname "Field Debris" gets applied to our podcast. This kind of. Yeah. Uh, well, for all I know, that by texting you, it'll disconnect the podcast. Yeah, and and crash us again, and at that point we're just calling it a day. So what I've done, ladies and gentlemen, and all points in between, is sent Paul a picture of Madonna. On the one half is two thousand eight, mm-hmm. fifteen years ago or so, and one from two thousand twenty-two. Uh, and and those are rec- those are demonstrably different humans. Yeah, it's not just the hair color, and there's there's demonstrably changes to the face. Yeah, the cheekbones feel a little different, and the uh, the lips. Yeah, uh, everything. It's not. It's what I would call not great, yeah. but uh, you know what. I don't want her to die because she has those kids. And, yeah. and, I, and I'm going to say something. I, I follow her Instagram page. She does yeah. seem to be a good mom. Oh. Yeah. Like, she, like she's always working on, I mean, then again, you're only seeing what they let you see. But, you know, she is doing stuff like stuff that I wish, well, I won't say that, but stuff that I wish I saw more of in, in the field of education mm-hmm. from just any kind of parent. But He's doing stuff like, you know, helping them with their math and, you know, uh, that kind of thing. So I'm, uh, I, I would hate to lose Madonna to yeah. a sepsis or yeah. whatever. But uh, Yeah, I, I don't know that we're looking to pile on to Madonna, but there's been a string of these stories. So she... Uh, she she had this 
stamps. And then there was a, uh, and this was like reporting from a month before. And then Tatum O'Neill, she she had some kind of a stroke. And this was like something she talked about a month or so after the fact. And then also in the news, and I don't know if this has been covered, you know, uh, this is something we picked up on, you know, like the bear attacks, but apparently there's a, a white substance at the White House. I don't know. If this uh, is cocaine. Made, I don't know if this cocaine. is made national news, but uh, yeah, I don't know if that bear made his way into there or uh, banana the swing over. Bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, here is what. What I will say to that, I guess they found cocaine in some. I don't even know where because I don't. It's not like I, I've been to the White House once. I don't know uh, where, but it was in a high traffic area. Now the first joke I would make is is I would have thought we know how we know how shittily President Trump handled classified documents, but I would think the one thing that he would have been able to keep track of is his coke. But but maybe not. Yeah. Uh, and then the other uh, joke I would make is uh, clearly it's not Biden using yeah. this stuff because I've seen his press conferences and he doesn't have the energy that Coke brings yeah. to the podium. Well, the scuttlebutt or... So what happened? It's not it's not news coverage. It's all mudslinging, speculation. But there doesn't have to be a shred of proof to anything to uh, yeah. influence opinion and maybe swing a few votes. But yeah. uh, they like to go after Hunter Biden. He has an he has a nervous, uh, spastic energy about him. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So th- these were all stories that were of a piece this week. Madonna, Tatum O'Neill, White yeah. House. Uh, I I don't have any particular jokes about it. Uh, but, you know, I, we just keep our fingers on the pulse of America. That's our job. Just, uh, I... Uh, here, it's, it's, because we always know that we don't know what they're, what's really going on. My my take on this is always there are probably way more illegal shit, like in terms of drugs. Well, Washington is just filled with high energy, you know, self-important. I mean, setting the setting the politicians aside, you know, everyone around people. Yeah, just just the young people. Who are trying to do all-nighters every night, yeah. either for the cause or for the sex or the drugs or whatever? Yeah. You know, they're they probably use this as toothpaste. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know that how something happens is like you're walking in, and you're like, oh fuck, I got a gram of coke on me. And you just toss it in the corner, you're like it ain't mine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that happened, uh, but. You know, they had like a oh, lockdown on this yeah. because... It was, I, yeah, because they thought it was anthrax. Sure. Yeah, uh, well, you, I don't know if they thought that as much yeah. as they're like, 
Well, we got to be prepared for that. Right. Yeah. We, every, like everybody has, every business has yeah. anthrax protocols. I don't know that that's a big problem at Elvis's house. But well, I'm sure that staffer, the White House staffer, had yeah. flashbacks to 2001. Yeah. Uh, Janet With that, Jackson's nipple. Yeah. What, what that else was, was happening? That was 2003 or 2004. Oh. Uh, and 2001, I believe, was the year that we had to uh, fight off the time-traveling T-Rex. Okay. That was your joke. I was just repeating your joke to you. <laughs> um, I forget what that was in reference to. I looked up a Wikipedia page on 2001. Uh, in one. Uh, remember when Conan was like funny? Remember that? Was that in two thousand one? People well, had flashbacks. Way before that. People had flashbacks was, to Conan being funny. It, it was modestly funny in the mid two thousands or yeah. teen two two thousand teens when yeah. he he was promoted to the Tonight Show for one hundred and fifty four episodes. Yeah. And then he was then Jay was like, well. I think I'd be willing to do it again if you don't mind. <laughs> you know, I'll be right here in the alley. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I think I've softened on Jay. I know. That, that's easy to do when you don't have to see him every day. Yeah. Like, I feel like someday when Jimmy Fallon retires, I'll be like, ah, oh, that guy was all right. But right now, I, I have a burning hatred for him. Yeah. Like, like you can say, oh, I've softened on Jay Leno. There could be a couple of reasons for that. One, he's still better than any of the people who we currently have. Uh, and, yes. And he, yeah. and that's like he was mediocre, but the guys we have now all suck. Well, I've so, got, I've gotten older, and yeah. you, you hear a lot of stories. You, you see this like there'll be a YouTube video. Yeah. of a podcast about the, the late night wars and then you you're looking in the comments and it's like oh one time my car broke down on the 101 yeah and this motorcycle pulled over and was like oh you can fix this and it was jay leno uh because yeah. he's a car guy and he's like oh I've got, you know i had a car like this he tapped this and it might work and it does you know and i believe that story like uh, sure he's got I, that he's still got that show on motor trend yeah. Jay Leno's garage or whatever. Uh, and it's like, you know, you know what? I'm just trying to make it day to day in my career. So are you? Yeah. Th this guy probably stole uh, uh, a chance from a guy that I like better. But yeah. that's, that's the way the world works. And uh, well, so a lot gotta, of people don't know this, but Jay yeah. Leno's jaw detaches and he's got a full toolkit in there. You know, socket set, metric, and standard. I, is that a 30 for 30? I bet it's coming out soon. The J10 jaw. Yeah. yeah and, and you can attach stuff to the chin, yeah. you know, that uh, will Swiss, check like live Swiss, feeds. Yeah. It's Swiss Army chin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, got toothpick, a little duct tape dispenser. It's great. It's uh, it's great. Um, but on, all I'm saying is, 
Letter, I did not care for Leno in comparison to Letterman, but Leno is still better than Colbert. Oh, sure, sure. Jimmy Kimmel or uh, fucking whoever the uh, Jimmy Fallon. So you soften on him because you're like, I didn't even like this guy. He never did. I'd rather watch him than any of these assholes. He never did any karaoke in his car. No. He never played uh, uh, board games with anyone. Uh, he, he never spent every single episode talking with somebody about how hard it was to work on Saturday Night Live and how great that was. Because that's all fucking Fallon and, and Jimmy, uh, or what's his, Fallon and uh, Seth Meyers guy do is talk about SNL. And I don't fucking like SNL that much. Yeah. Uh, so, because what what people forget about SNL is they have one great sketch, and everybody's talking about that one great sketch. They forget that the rest of the show was dog shit that nobody wanted to watch. But you got the one great sketch. It's true. This was not on the card. Uh, I so there's a new social media sheriff in town. Oh, yeah. It's called Threads by Facebook. Yeah. I think they have up to eight users now. <laughs> well, uh, I have a few things to say. Uh, I, I'm not a big social media person. You uh, you kind of have a background in that when uh, you were a journalism person and yeah. it was about disseminating information. Do you have stuff to say here? Uh, I will listen to what you have to say and react to it in real time. Um, I saw a tweet from someone where it's a like, yeah. not a thread, a tweet. That's right. They were they were talking about this new service. It's important and to keep that separate. Day one, it's like, oh, we've got a new respectful service, and then like day two, um, uh, here's what the Nazis did and. Oh, by the way, here's uh, a handbag you can buy. Um, wait, and then, wait, wait, hold on, unpack that for me. Here's what the Nazis did. I think I think it was a reference to like uh, so. Threads pretended like, oh, this will be better, and then the second day of being on Threads, uh, the um, people that monitor stuff to make sure people aren't going overboard isn't happening and then it's filled with uh, bots tweeting you know buy this stuff uh, and uh, and then the comments to that uh, tweet was like oh yeah it's just like Facebook why would it be any different it's just nothing but advertising stuff so uh, Twitter they instituted some limit of the number of tweets you could send each day. And then there was a lot of uh, tweets from people saying, oh, well, this isn't good. Uh, the, the Things are getting worse and worse. And apparently the background of this is that uh, Twitter's bill with AWS, which is the uh, uh, web service division of Amazon, which is actually very profitable yeah. in its own right, that bills come due and they can't pay it. So it's like, well, let's restrict some access and bring our bill down. 
But if you want to do more tweets, you can sign up for the service and pay for it. Uh, so anyway, that's that was all that was all I had on this story. That I I just saw some of this circulating. So I have some stuff. Okay. One, uh, I'm surprised that it's taken Zuckerberg this long to try to take out Twitter. To, to horn in, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. Because because he's allowed his main thing, Facebook, which mm-hmm. he stole off those twin Twi- brothers. Week of losses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's allowed his main thing to become like dead center for like psychopath yeah. Republican QAnon weirdos. It's their organizing town hall space. Yeah. So he's allowed that to be like the fake news epicenter. And the, and don't get me wrong, most of the shit that you see on Twitter isn't true or is fucked up in some way. But but I've but in both instances, you can if you work hard enough, you can get you can train your algorithm so that you're <laughs> just getting shit that you're interested in. So yeah. like I get stuff about the Yankees, I get stuff from that yeah. uh, that seventy sports guy. I get yeah. comic book stuff. That's enough for me. I don't want any other shit. Like right right now, my trendings include Jonah Hill, which pisses me off. I hate that guy. So, uh, so I get all that, uh, but I just you know. Zuckerberg seems like the kind of guy who's like, no, only me. I'm yeah. the one who's going to have social media, nobody else. Because he already owns Instagram, which is popular mm. with my students. He bought that, yeah. Uh, he owns the WhatsApp, which is the double-secret encrypted text messaging. Oh. Uh, which, uh, you, basically, you use that uh, to have Fear. affairs, to oh. arrange your affair. Uh, like let let's say you were married and I thought you met, you met thought, some hot chick who was married. You, that's how you text back and forth. I thought you used that for uh, drug deals, and then you used the crypto, which is also uh, behind you, a bunch of firewalls. What you do with it. the what you do is you text a picture of a clock. <laughs> on. Like from the wire. Yeah. Well, I'm getting flashbacks to uh, anthrax again. Yeah, I like clock, you know? I like that uh, reference, and I thought you'd appreciate it. I do. Um, so one, I'm surprised Zuckerberg took this long to make a move. Yeah. Two, I think this is the opening salvo that will eventually get us to that cage match between oh. Zuckerberg yeah. and Elon Musk, which I'm in total favor of, and I would pay money to see. Yeah. Uh, because I think that's where our culture is going. Like, we're not going to have elections anymore. It's just going to be like old men slap fighting in a cage match. You know, so like if like, let's take take that out to like, who's going to win Biden or uh, Trump? Trump. Well, Trump's Trump's got bulk on Biden. I don't think he's got got wins. I think Biden's got a lot of wind, but I don't know what his punching power is. Yeah. So you know that that could prove yeah. to be just a couple of guys hugging each other in the center of the ring yeah. uh, for most of for most of the fight. Uh, anyway, uh, 
So I, I'm happy that's happening. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's very hard to replace a thing that already exists with the oh. same thing. You mean Twitter? It's yeah, already so, there. It's already so horrible. It's, right. It's, like it's Trump completely... tried this. Like uh-huh. Trump tried this with oh, like, truth, hey, truth we're social. gonna have, yeah, we're gonna have an alternate, alternate, just all crazy Twitter, mm-hmm. and that I don't think that's a threat to Twitter. Yeah. You haven't, I haven't heard about that in months and months, so I don't think that works. Uh, and so you, you've got like threads. It's like, oh, we're just gonna be nice here. Mm-hmm. Well, humans aren't nice. Yeah, people are assholes. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the solution where this is gonna be fine. Uh, but whatever, uh, I, I see that like Twitter is threatening to sue over, uh, threads. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like I know people who only use Facebook messenger to communicate. Well, I, I, I don't do that. Yeah. Uh, I prefer the text message. Uh, I tell you, I'll I, I tell you what I've done. And I've probably yeah. mentioned this before, but it's germane to this discussion. Um, so I, change, I change computers, and yeah. my new computer doesn't have Excel. And yeah. it's like, well, I've got all my passwords somewhere, you know, to be able to use a, a streaming service or look at my investment online or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what am I going to do? Because I used to be, when I was still tangentially at my old job, I could dial in to their uh, cloud network and look yeah. look at my old desktop that had a spreadsheet on it. It's like, you know what? I'll just uh, use this uh, Sheets, which is the Google equivalent of uh, Excel. It's up in the cloud with my Google Mail. Uh and it's like, I'd prefer not to do this, uh, but it's there. So it is like, you know, uh, it's hard It's hard to provide an incentive. I, d- I doubt Google makes one red penny off of me using their product. That's kind of what you have to do uh, to move someone off of something that they're already using. Well, the only thing I can say to that is we've talked about this enough. We have. Uh, that's about enough of that. Paul, why don't you get us out of here? Oh, we're done. Uh, well, let me look at the card real quick here. Uh, all we have left is these great ideas for um, websites. Threads and tweets, Battle of the Fourth of July, Game Day and then Get the Act, Cocaine in the White House, Madonna and Narcan, Aaron Throw at Yankees game, Bear Attacks and... I guess we didn't talk about just stop oil, but we're we we're at the we're at the forty one minute mark here. You've got you've got a lunch to get to. I do. Uh, the the only take to I I had a great idea yeah. for uh, a website. Hold up, hold up. Coming next week. Okay. Well, this will be next. Yeah, next yeah. week we'll talk about my new website that's it's in the same ballpark as i can ask cheeseburger wikipedia and um urban dictionary so i know everyone's salivating to know oh what's next what's in that ballpark and having gone to the liquor store i have another idea so these are 
for a website. Uh, I've got this. So I've got this. I'm already writing next week's card, yeah. and it says Paul's website ideas, mm-hmm. Paul's liquor store ideas. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Uh, these are too big to be like one minute close out the show ideas, but right. I, I don't. I don't want them to get thrown into the dustbin like the Sliver Network and our Mike Myers. Uh, we can't talk about the Sliver Network. Well, uh, I will say, here's our one-minute closeout take. Uh The stop oil, just stop Uh oil protesters, famous for throwing messy things onto works of art. like Priceless, irreplaceable works of art. Like Da Vinci's Mona Lisa and some Monet's and whatnot. Uh, They have... They threw some some jigsaw puzzle pieces on one of the courts at Wimbledon. Which I say is a bridge too far, because my late grandma, yeah. uh, Rod, or my, excuse me, my late grandma Newcomb loved jigsaw puzzles, and <laughs> I can just imagine her getting a jigsaw puzzle and yeah. one of these uh, nitwits yeah. has thrown one of the pieces on the Wimbledon court and That's, she'll never finish that second. puzzle. Wait a second. You're saying they, they went to like the Jigsaw factory? So they've not only sullied Wimbledon but also these uh, uh, are they going to put out like a message like uh, the Taliban like yeah we took down the Twin Towers and we went we broke into the Jigsaw factory we've randomly Here's... taken some pieces you'll never put that picture of the English countryside together. Here's how I anticipate this win. Is they mm-hmm. protested on one end of the factory throwing the regular goop oh, on yeah. like the the really hard to solve puzzle of all cherries. Okay. You know, they threw their goop on that artwork. And so as security is running to the front of the building to deal with these people, a was... second strike team stealing took, pieces took to the warehouse and started yeah. just yanking pieces out of boxes. Yeah. Into their into their we're, bags. We're going to get sued now because this was the the concept behind Soderbergh's uh, Ocean's Eleven Twenty. Oh well. <laughs> when everybody's in a wheelchair. Yeah, they're older now. Clooney and whoever else was in those films. Fair enough. All right. Good talking to you. Uh, Everyone out there, behave, be kind, yeah. stop firing off illegal fireworks. Yeah. Uh, it's time to cut that shit out. Get ready with the rest of your summer. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll talk again soon, buddy. Say hello to your mother. All right. Later, man. Bye. Now go stand in the corner and think about what you did. Whoa. Guess we can close the file on that one.